Hello, and welcome to the Travel Loving Moms podcast. I'm your host, Penny. I have the pleasure of talking with moms from all over the world who travel with their kids. They share their travel stories, how-to tips, and advice with us. I am sure you will enjoy listening to them as much as I enjoy talking with them. All right then, let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 5, where I'll be talking with Miriam from the Banksies. She is a mom to two, raised in Europe, but lives in Los Angeles. They enjoy traveling far and wide to enjoy different cultures. They travel slow, usually spending weeks, so they can get to know the people and the location. I'd like to welcome Miriam to the show. Hi. Hi, Penny. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. This is a good day today. Oh, uh, it's kind of nasty here. How is it pretty where you're at? Oh, I'm in LA, California. So we have a pretty warm day. Actually, it's a, it's a beach day again in California. This is the California weather. Nice. Uh, well, it's not like that in Alabama right now. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I feel for you. It is. Oh, you- I think right now it's like 43 degrees and it's been raining all morning. Oh my God. Let me give you some of that sun through, through the podcast. Or you should, you, you're going to have to come and visit us then. Yes, that would be awesome. I would love to come to California. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. And you know what? Even though sometimes I've been here for so long, sometimes just being in California, you miss a little bit of the rainy weather because I'm from originally from, from France. I was born and raised in France. And sometimes mm-hmm. I do miss the seasons and I miss a little bit wearing gloves and a little bit of the chill, but I'm not going to complain. I'm feeling really good <laughs> today. So Marion, could you tell us a little bit about you and your family? Uh, yes. Um, so I'm Miriam Banks and we're known at the Banksy on social media. And um, my husband and I are an interracial couple. Uh, we are both... Um, uh, my husband is from England and I'm originally from Madagascar, but born and raised in France. So all of our families in Europe and we met here in L.A. And we have this love for traveling even before we had children. So when we um, had children, we said, you know what, let's just keep doing this. And uh, so we have Barisha children and uh, we are in our mid 40s. So um, we are ripe and mature and a mature couple. Uh, and just love to travel all over the world. Awesome. And I'm glad that you mentioned that you're in your 40s. So am I. And I think 40s are an awesome age. <laughs> oh, this is the, I mean, this is the best I have felt as a woman. This mm-hmm. is the, I, this is the best years of my life so far. I mean, people are dreading the 40s, but oh, this is so good spiritually, emotionally, physically, even for me, even though things went out of whack after the baby. This is still very, very good. Oh, I'd love to hear you say that. I know when I turned 40, I celebrated and everybody thought I was crazy. And I was like, no, I'm really excited about turning 40. <laughs> oh, I was so excited. You know, I, I, met, I met my husband when I was 48. So um, when I met him, it was like, oh, my God, this, this family, someone for me here. And but we celebrated my 40s. I celebrated for a whole month. It was so amazing. My husband had a surprise birthday party for me. He, um, 
he had a, a dance that he, he did for me. I thought I was getting a stripper, but no, that was my husband as a <laughs> fireman. It was, it was, it was so amazing. I loved it. I loved it. I love my forties. I know that y'all do a lot of international traveling, of course, since your family and y'all are all from Europe. So how do y'all travel and where do you stay when you do uh, travel to these locations? Uh, so when we travel, we use Europe as a hub because our family is in Europe. My family is in Paris and his family is um, on the suburb of London. So we like to use um, Paris as a hub and from Paris we go places. So we get to stay in Paris a little bit because I want my children to know a little bit about French, my, my son to um, be with his cousin and his aunt and uncle. And from there, we really just slow travel. We do love to slow travel to stay at least 10 to two weeks in each places uh, because you get to really emerge yourself within the community, um, how people eat, uh, the culture, uh, the weather. Um, and that is really important to us to really emerge ourselves. So uh, for example, last time we went to Madagascar, part of it was to visit my mother because my mother retires, recently retired to Madagascar. And we stayed there for a month and it's different food and different weather, very hot and humid. And, and then when we came back, we went to Spain and we stayed there for about 12 days um, and different weather, different food. So it's really good for us to be able to talk about a place and say, oh, we've been to a, a little town in about um, 20 minutes from, uh, from the capital. And uh, it was great. And we did this. But just to take our time to really slowly travel. Even though with kids, it's always a little bit tricky. But the fact that we slowly travel, it gives them a little bit of time to settle in and have a little bit of a routine. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not as ectic and frantic and that everybody is a little bit frantic so for us I would say this is what is important is to just slow travel so we do stay at Airbnb which is our uh, preferable choice for um, staying because of a few things one thing is because it feels like a home so it's a little bit better for the for the children and also um, it's a little bit more on the affordable price because you get to go grocery shopping on your own. We love to cook, so we cook at home. So we have breakfast in the morning instead of in a hotel. We will be like, oh, my God, we have to change the children and get them ready and then go down and have breakfast. But at least they have time to wake up and brush their teeth. They can still be in their PJs having breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then we can go on with our day and we can just pack snacks and pack a little lunch for a picnic. And then at night we come back and then we have time to cook. They have time to settle down. So it gives them a little bit more of a normalcy, I would say, within the country or the place that we are. So since you stay in a location for so long, and I'm guessing that the, the kids would make friends or meet people, and so would y'all, do you find it a little bit harder to move on to the next place and to pull them away from that? Uh, we are so <laughs> thankful that um, we travel mostly with our with our little boy Kylo um, because uh, our daughter, uh, my stepdaughter Maya, um, hasn't traveled internationally with, yet with us, but she has mm -hmm. traveled within um, United States. They are little traveler in 
already. So every time after about a week, my son, which is his three and a half at the time, he was three, he was like, Mama, where's your new house? Where's the new house? So they're excited to see new things and new places. And the thing with um, traveling is when we go to a playground or a place where there's a lot of kids, my son will right away want to connect with other children. And it's just, okay, I'm going to connect with you for that moment. And then I'm going to go. So that that has become them norms to meet people, connect, and then let go and find a new place. So we haven't had any difficulty to pull him away uh, because he's so excited to see the next mm-hmm. place and the next adventure. Um, I think because he's a toddler, he always want to go, oh, let's go have a new adventure and go to new places. And he loves planes. So let's go on the plane and so I think that's why he's always eager, or maybe it's just his attention span. He's like, okay, I'm done with this place and I want to go to the next. But for right now, he's very excited about the next place. And also as Maya, my stepdaughter, she's always really excited. So, so far, so good. I was just curious about that because um, uh-huh. most people that travel, travel kind of fast. They, you know, m- move and hop around a lot quicker. So you know, it's just curious as, as if that was an issue. So that's mm-hmm. great that it's not. It could be when he gets a little bit older, you never know. When it he gets be. a little bit more attached. Yeah. It could be. I think we, um, there's a lot of time we try to ask ourselves the question, oh, what is it going to be when he's eight or when he's nine? And I think and maybe it's because of the way my husband and I are. We, we try to more be in, okay, so right now, what, what, what feels right for us as a family? Mm-hmm. And maybe that could change in a year. Maybe that could change in five years. And maybe we, we decide to travel full time. And maybe, but I feel like right now, it feels so good to travel slowly. And we are blessed that we are able to travel slowly. Most people are not um, in a place where they can, travel slowly because you know of of their job or other or other circumstances where they can only travel two weeks a year so they have to travel a little faster um and uh and that's what works for them but right now this time for me and my husband that's what works and um maybe when he's eight he's gonna be mommy i want to have friends for a longer period of time and then we'll we'll adjust then and 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 be more on okay let's stay a little longer or maybe mm-hmm. if we find friends that wants to travel with us then we'll do that you know mm-hmm. it all depends hey so sorry to interrupt the podcast but i just wanted to share with you that we have some t-shirts and stuff available if you'd like to support the podcast through that way um you can we sell them through teespring and we have our links on instagram and facebook also, if you need anything done, like building a landing page for your business, or you need some hashtags for Instagram, or you need some proofreading done on emails and blog posts, I'm available for that. I'm at fiverr.com slash penny is a VA. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. And when you get to the locations that y'all go to, how do you choose what to do and um, where to go? Like, do you use a website? Do you use anything to look for these activities and things to um, keep y'all uh, moving and doing stuff? Um, so when I look or I find a location that I, that I love, we have a big map in, in, in our son's room. And we kind of choose a, um, 
a little trajectory that is kind of not too hectic in that direction. A lot of time, I actually, um, from all of the families that I follow on online, on different social media platform, they have great information about a particular place that we want to visit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do sometimes when I'm interested in a place, save their post or look at some blogs. And there's so much information from moms. I do blogs where they can tell you, oh, um, contact me if you go there. And a lot of time, if I want to go to a location and I see uh, a family that has been there a month, a year ago, I will directly contact them and say, hey, I'm a mom. I'm a mom, excuse me. And I would like to go to Portugal, for example, which is one of the locations that we want to go. Mm-hmm. You've been there or you are there right now. What place would you like to, would you like to um, let uh, Uh, recommend for us Mm -hmm. and they are so um, eager actually to tell you Mm -hmm. hey go to that place this is great for kids and um, oh um, do not go into this area this is not really as good as it's shown to be online and Mm -hmm. I get a lot of um, good and loving feedback and advice from mom online and that's one of the good things about those platforms that uh, for traveling family is that there's so mm-hmm. much information out there. So that's usually what I do. I just pick a place and said, okay, I'm just going to go through all my social media and the women that I follow and just see if they have a blog post or um, a recommendation, places to stay or Airbnb to stay. Um, and I get all my information there. I love that. And that's actually a wonderful tip. Um, to just reach out to other moms because like mm-hmm. you said very eager to talk about yes you should check out this so that's an awesome tip thank you for sharing yeah and I'm also very open if for example because my family lives in Paris and I was born and raised in France so if any mom out there have oh I'm going to Paris what's the best time to go what's the best weather if you go to the south of France because I was in the south of France growing up mm-hmm. or the Brittany which is an beautiful part of France where I was raised as well. Um, I'm always open to um, give advice and place to stay and little, little, uh, like for example, I have a post on playgrounds. What's the best playgrounds in Paris? Because with the kids, you want them to get that energy out, Mm -hmm. find the greatest playground. So I'm always open for that or any place that we've been to, of course. Tell us how you got over to the United States, if you can. Oh, yes. So I was, I finished college and uh, um, I was with someone at the time um, for about a couple of years and uh, he had an opportunity to go to two different cities and it was Los Angeles or Norway in Oslo. As a 19 year old at the time, I was like, oh my God, yes, LA, Hollywood. Yes, I want to go there. So we ended up in LA and I stayed and I was 19 years old and I kind of fell in love with California mm. and I stayed, but I still have so many, you know, my whole family stayed in, Par- in Paris, France, and I stayed in LA ever since. And now I'm 45. So it's been, it's been a long time that I've been here. It's 26 years that I've been in LA. What amazes me is that 19 years old, 
you came over to the States not knowing anybody or anything and especially went to Los Angeles. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it was a hard thing for my, my mom to let me go. She wanted me to finish college. That was the one thing that she wanted me to do because she's like, you're going to need something just in case something happens. She um, really trusted my boyfriend at the time. And also she left Madagascar when she was 24, you know, so she understood the pull to, um, to move out of the nest so early. So she understood my move because she did it herself. So I think that's why it was, I mean, she was devastated because I'm the only girl. So she wanted me to for sure stay. But at the same time, she understood the only thing that she was, scared about is not to see me for another 10 years because at the time in the early 70s when you left Madagascar you didn't come back so she felt like it would be the same thing when I left but you know we had phones and we had all this stuff for us to communicate and now with FaceTime mm -hmm. even though she lives in Madagascar I talk to you I can FaceTime her so so now she's more used to it but mm -hmm. I think because she did it herself it was a lot easier for her to kind of uh, digest, I would say, as a mother, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I can't imagine letting my daughter go. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm on the plane with you. <laughs> I often think about him leaving the nest because I love him so much. He's such a little spitfire and he's, he's funny. And I do, um, one part of me is saying, oh my God, he's going to do such great things. And I'm hoping that when he leaves, he's going he's gonna to follow his, his own path. And I know as hard as it's going to be for me, um, one thing say, oh, my God, I get to travel with my husband alone and with no, no kids, you know? <laughs> so that's one of the, I'm like, oh, my God, we get to actually watch a movie in the plane without him wanting to mama this and mama that. And the other part of me is just so sad. Um, and I think... We're raising them to eventually leave the nest as we did ourselves. And I try to remember how it felt to me to, mm -hmm. to leave. As much as I was afraid because I didn't have my family, my village behind to support me because I was leaving internationally, I remember that feeling of, I have to go. I need to, I need to, to leave. And when it would happen to him, I would, I would hopefully try to remember that feeling that I had and, and send him lovingly because mm -hmm. I know that he would be protected and I know that he would, he would do well. He will do good. Hopefully. That's, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I, I just pray over my daughter every day. <laughs> oh, That's, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's such a scary world out there. And just to think that what they'll walk into at that age, mm -hmm. when they get older in 10 to 20 years, it's just, it's a, hopefully will yeah. be a better world. We don't know, but. Yeah, I think, I think that's why traveling is so important to us because mm -hmm. um, we have biracial children. So mm -hmm. one of the things that is important to us is to expose them to different culture and different um way of doing things mm -hmm. and a different religion also sometimes or different way of people different beliefs mm -hmm. so when they get when they become adult when they will be faced by it they will not be afraid because a lot of time when you're afraid of something you create um resistance and you create mm -hmm. 
um, fear and sometimes it can even go into ignorance and hatred. So exposing them that young um, will, you know, kind of groom them into born, being more accepting of other culture and other people. So mm -hmm. when they become an adult, it's a lot easier for them to unify the world because they're already unified by two different, my husband is English and I am born and raised France with a Malagasy heritage. And, and we know the history between France and England, but mm -hmm. <laughs> we didn't bring that into our relationship. So I'm, I'm hopeful that that would trans transfer into our children so the next generation is a little bit more accepting. And I feel like when we do it at home and give them love and, and open them up to different culture, then it would bleed onto them later on when they become adults. Um, and even though the world is pretty scary, I have such high hopes for the next generation because mm -hmm. they are stronger. We have little girl at 16, like um, Greta Thunberg, that is like amazing for the world. So. I really have high hopes for the next generation. Yeah. So when we send them out into the world, it would be a better place. What kind of advice could you give us on traveling with kids? Um, especially you know, since y'all do a lot of longer plane flights and stuff with your son, what um, advice could you give us on flying with kids? Oh, I have, I have so many. <laughs> um, I would say the latest one that was like, oh my God, uh, was... Um, one that was um, recommended to me by this amazing mom traveler, um, uh, I think it's Travel with Nico. And she um, advised to get an inflatable little cylinder that you put, that you inflate and you put under your kids um, in between the chair and the seat, mm -hmm. the front chair and the seat. And literally it becomes a bed. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, just $30 and you have more expensive one from, uh, you know, bigger brands. But this one, you inflate it 30 minutes and literally their seats become a seat, uh, basically uh, a bed. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. So like this, they're more comfortable if they want to play with cars or with a doll. They have a little bit, it creates a little bit more, more space in the plane. Um, that would be the one that I that I love. That was the latest one. Um, I think the biggest tip that I would give for mother is be as prepared as you can be mm. with um, the snacks. A lot of snacks when they when their mouth is is chewing, then you know uh, it's a lot easier. <laughs> um, but mostly for mom is remember why you're traveling when things starting to you know go crazy and they're screaming and they're crying and 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 it's not happening in a 10-hour flight just remember that is it only temporary and remember why you wanted to travel because a lot of time i'm like oh my god this is this is so terrible and then my husband tells me remember what we travel remember what what's waiting for us when we get there we're gonna have the sun and we're gonna see your family and we're gonna do this and so it makes it better because it's all temporary and it gets better. It gets better and better and better. As the more you fly, the better it is because you get more prepared. You will have things that works for you that didn't work for somebody else, but it just works for you because you know your kids more than anybody else. So 
you will know that, okay, I need to travel at this time because that's the best time for, for, for my son. Um, my son is not a night traveler. He, he will not really sleep on long flight during the night. But during the day, as soon as the plane leaves, and if he's tired, he said, Mama, I'm tired. And he will take his little blankie and he will just sleep for like nine hours on a 10-hour flight. So it really depends on how you know where you can try it out and know that it's just temporary and everything will be fine at the end of the flight. Um, and just let people know I have a child or it's going to be a little bit, you know, cranky and, and people understand. And if they don't, it's okay. It's totally okay. It's just temporary. Mm-hmm. Well, people get angry with kids in a restaurant. So <laughs> no different. Yeah, there's always, <laughs> yeah. There's always going to be someone that is going to be like a little bit like, mm -mm. but at the end of the day, you have to really see what works best for you. And, you know, of course, if he's, you know, throwing a tantrum and he's really, you know, when I remember on one flight, I think it was going to Costa Rica, Kyle was really rowdy and he was, I think, eight months old or 18 months old. I'm not, I don't remember. And we just, my husband just took him on the, on the baby carrier went to the back of the plane and literally bounced him the whole flight. Mm. And, and he said, yes, that was five hours of bouncing in the back of the plane. But, you know, that's sometimes things gets like that. But now we look at it and we're laughing. It's like, remember the time that you bounced for five hours in the plane? It was like, oh, yes. And now it's so much better. We don't have to bounce anymore. <laughs> so it gets better. When he was talking about the inflatable thing, I was thinking, um, you're like the second mom that's recommended that. So that's a really good tip for with little ones. And I was also oh, yes. thinking about their little legs dangling, you know, for that. Oh, yes. Thing. And then they start the getting leg, back to the seat. Mm, when the leg dangles, that means that they can run. So you don't want the <laughs> legs dangling. And also what I do is one of, I don't remember who gave me that tip, but I would find like little toys or, um, or I'll go to like um, uh, a garage sale and I get like little Hot Wheels for him or, or for Maya, I get like little stickers or little, little tiny thing that can fit in your purse. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I wrap them like five times. I just wrap them. So it feels like it's like a present. So it takes them a long time to, to unwrap it. And I just give it to them little by little. So it's a new toy and they play with it for at least half an hour. So if you have about 10 of them, you know, half an hour, that's like a five, you know, a five hour mm -hmm. flight. So you, you find little, little things that, that works for them. You know, you give them a toy and then you give them a little snack with it. Like, a, and try to find snacks that are, that are very, uh, that takes a while to finish. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and avoid, avoid sugar because if they have sugar on the plane, it's just, it would just enhance the uh, the hyperness, I would yes. say. So uh, try to avoid sugar uh, if you can. And I usually try to have like little things that would take a little longer for them. Like if it's like nuts, I would find the smaller little nuts, you know, mm -hmm. or even if it's almond, I would cut the almond in half. So mm -hmm. it would take a lot longer for them to, to chew. So little tricks that could work for a family and might not for another, but that's that's what I try to do. Wonderful. Thank you for all those tips for us. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And do you have any New Year's resolution? My last question. Oh, yes. So 
my first one and probably the main one of this year and it's only one word I mean it's two Mm -hmm. it's fun and feeling good those are the two ones Mm-hmm. The first one third is because I felt like last year I did a lot of traveling. We traveled actually for four and a half months and I didn't feel like I had enough fun. I was so much in the, I need to be prepared and organized and where's the next trip and taking pictures and creating content. And I was so into doing the trip and I didn't do as much of having fun with the trip, having fun with my, I mean, Daryl and Kylo had so much fun, but me, I was just like, okay, is there a washing machine in this Airbnb? Or is there, where's the grocery, where's the nearest playground? I feel like I was so much into the preparing and the, that I didn't have fun. Mm -hmm. So I think that was the one thing that I want to do this year. I want to have more fun with my life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 45 and I just really feel like it's time for me to have fun. So with that, feeling good was the other thing. I want to do things that makes me feel good. You know, I think mm-hmm. self-care hasn't been something that I've done in the past since I became a full-time mom three years ago. So I think this year is about, and it's not about, oh, I want to go get a spot. It's just this little, little thing, find time to for myself in the morning so it sets me up for the day whatever that is whether it's prayer meditation I I meditate journaling um whatever that is for you as a as a mom do it because it just sets you up spiritually for the day Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel good so when things happen when there's a tantrum when there's you know something breaks it just doesn't affect me as much so that that opened up so much joy in my life when I feel good, you know, and, and self-care could be for some, for some is make time to read a chapter of a book a day or make time to have a bath every day or make time to talk to a friend. So it makes you feel good. Whatever makes you feel good is, is self-care to me. Um, so I think that was the two things that I want to do this year. And with that, in our travel, we decided to, um, we're going to travel for about three months this summer. And within that three months, my husband and I are um, really, really, really uh, wanting to take time alone within mm-hmm. our trip. Let's say, oh, you're going to have our son for like a day or two and then just go somewhere on your own. And then I'll do the same with him. Just go somewhere alone. And then since we have family in Paris, or have Kylo for a night so we can have a date on our own. So find time for ourselves within our trips will make us feel good and makes it more fun for us as well. So just having kids 24 hours a day for three months, it's, it's, it's a lot. So take time for ourselves within a trip is something that we really want to do this year. Well, wonderful. I wish you much luck with all of that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. And Miriam, it was a pleasure talking with you today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you so much for giving your voice to all the traveling moms out there and giving us a platform to talk and express ourselves and give tips. It's like, it's so, uh, I mean, I'm really thankful for you for doing that for us, all of the traveling moms, because um, 
we, we, we need a platform for that and you're giving it to us. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for the compliment for sure. Now, where mm-hmm. can we follow you at? So I am on Facebook and Instagram and uh, with uh, the Banksies. It's a B-A-N-K-S-I-E-S. Um, our website is www.thebanksies.net at the end. Um, and also I have a little one um, called I Am Miriam Banks, where I talk a little bit more about self-care and uh, things as a traveling mom. Um, and uh, it's like my little personal one to kind of help mom through self-care. And uh, that's it. That's where you can find me. And I'm pretty much a lot more on Instagram mm-hmm. and than Facebook. But uh, you can find me on those two platforms, Instagram and Facebook. Wonderful. Now I'll have those links available. Thank you. You're welcome. And until next time, may your family be blessed and your travels be awesome. Wow, I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. I just love listening to the moms to share their stories and their tips with us. If you'd like to hear more episodes, you can subscribe and listen on Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Pinterest at Travel Loving Moms. You can also go to our website at travellovingmoms.com where we have some resources. We have uh, all the guest information. We have a shop on there also. We have some great t-shirts that we just designed and we just started the shop this year. One more thing, if you'd like to be a guest, you can go to travellovingmoms.com slash be a guest and fill out the guest form. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful day.